You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. All right, welcome back everyone. This weekend I was noticing that my wife was futzing around with one of the subscriptions that she has to a brand. We love this product, but I can't help but notice that my wife seems to constantly be updating things. And actually, that was my experience too when I tried Daily Harvest, a hot brand, a while back. Great products, but I was thinking, why am I subscribing to this as opposed to making a one-time purchase? So I've been thinking, is it just to subscribe and save, or is there something else happening in subscription commerce? So after watching my wife sort out our upcoming box, it reminded me of Emily Yuhas, founder of the up-and-coming automatic app for Shopify. They're doing great things for subscriptions, so I figured it might be a good time to check in and see what the latest and greatest is in the industry. So Emily, it's so great to have you on the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me, Ben. Yeah, so fill us in. What is automatic? What are you up to? Yeah, so automatic is a subscription management app for merchants selling on Shopify. And we're built from the ground up fully integrated with Shopify's new support for subscriptions, which means that customers can actually check out through Shopify's checkout flow, which means that they don't have to have all the kind of old complexities like duplicate products, discount codes, and other pains that came with some of the older subscription apps. Um, And what's a little bit different about us is that we're building tools that can help any brand have the same quality subscription experience as some of the top 1% of subscription brands like you see in a Daily Harvest or a Dollar Shave Club. Big recent example of this is our Build-A-Box functionality that's totally built into the app and works with subscriptions. So it only takes a matter of minutes to set up something similar to your experience managing Daily Harvest where someone can personalize their selections and change them over time. That's amazing because we've done a bunch of these subscriptions and every time like I'm I'm a huge butcher box fan too. I don't know if you've heard of them, but Mm -hmm. like every time I'm engaging with these platforms, I think, wow, like they must be building a lot of technology to support that. So it's really cool that you're kind of like bringing that to the, the masses. So tell us about the team. You guys came out of Eventbrite, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, our team is really my dream team. Um, my co-founders and I were product engineering and design leaders at Eventbrite for years before we decided to start Automatic. Um, we've always been passionate about building tools for creative entrepreneurs like we had at Eventbrite. Um, and a lot of what we worked on there, like the checkout and marketing tools and websites for creators, it just translates so naturally to uh, the ways that we can help direct to consumer brand founders. And we've all been in the tech industry and working on these large scale e-commerce products for over a decade. But I can definitely say, I think for all of us that building a world-class team and working together to help brands build these powerful subscription businesses has been for sure the highlight of our careers so far. That's awesome. So you guys were working together. It seems like a great team. How did you land on subscriptions for Shopify brands? Actually, it's interesting. It's kind of a family story. My sister, who's kind of been my role model for my whole life. She's an extremely talented brand and product creator. She actually has her own body products brand on Shopify. And over the years, I've loved discussing her business and her goals with her. And one thing that was really striking to me in kind of our conversations leading up to um, me starting Automatic was how, um, you know, when we talked about subscriptions and all the experiences she could offer, when I looked at other, you know, larger brands in the vertical, I realized that a lot of those experiences were all built custom, which means, you know, a lot of time, a lot of expense, and then just ongoing investment 
to even achieve, you know, that level of subscription experience kind of beyond the simple subscribe and save. So, you know, and I'm sure a lot of folks who listen to your podcast can relate that, you know, for someone who already has so many things that they have to be an expert in, they're dealing with day-to-day, creating, manufacturing, shipping physical products, dealing with all the intricacies of e-commerce and marketing, adding, you know, becoming a subscription e-commerce expert to the top of that list is, is a lot. And so, you know, what I really saw this gap there and what's possible, you know, out of the box now and what what is it basically expected by customers nowadays based on their experience with these top brands. And I think there really needs to be a better tool for subscriptions. And that's kind of how Automatic was born. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I love the, the family business, uh, so to speak, even though it's not actually a family business, but also, yeah, like just my experience with, with brands and subscriptions, I think one of the bigger points of frustration historically has been around like managing almost separate lists of customers because the checkout was not done through Shopify. So I think it's awesome that you guys are, are doing that. So let's get to the meat of it. Uh, I think I've got some questions. I'd love your input. Um, and I want to make sure that, that our, our listeners, our brands, uh, walk away with, with some nuggets of gold, Mm -hmm. subscribe and save, right? That's the hook that everyone is using to get people opted into monthly subscriptions. Is that like the best thing out there? Is that the value? I think that savings are a big part of what can entice a customer to subscribe, but it's really kind of just the tip of the iceberg. I think one thing that gets overlooked a lot is convenience. You often subscribe to something to really automate something in your life, and it should mean that you subscribe and you don't have to think about it anymore. But the truth is, like up until now, that hasn't really been the case. In fact, sometimes subscriptions, you know, in the past can be stressful because you end up building up too much product and then having to dig through your email and figure out how to cancel or pause or, or, you know, stop it from showing up at your door. And that's really not what a subscription should feel like. And so we focus a lot of time with our app and making sure that our customer portal is really easy to use, easy to get to. Um, We have passwordless access through, you know, secure links. That's been incredibly important for just making it um, making it super easy. And actually, this week we're introducing uh, management through text, so you can actually access directly your portal or skip from a text message if your merchant wants to offer that, which is going to be incredibly powerful as well. But all of this will allow the customer to get to really the goal, which is that right interval of delivery. So it's you know I think it's a little counterintuitive. Some merchants saying like, oh, I want to sell as much as possible, as often as possible, but really the goal should be to get your customers the products when they need them at the right time. And that's what will ultimately help them retain. And so, you know, getting them to that interval, making it easy for them to skip, making it easy for them to add products or swap products, edit their subscription however they need to. These things we've seen have been a major driver of retention and data shows that actually just a 5% increase in customer retention can produce more than a 25% increase in profit, which is obviously huge. Wow. My experience, like just to follow up on some of these, is that like, if it was that easy for me to adjust my frequency for daily harvest, as an example, like, oh, hey, your next order is coming up. Like, do you want it next month? Like it's scheduled or do you want it in three or whatever? Like, I think I would have stuck with that for longer. Yeah. I think a lot of the brands, you know, they, their first reaction is to make it hard, really hard to cancel or really hard to skip or really hard to pause. And ultimately, like when you think about yourself as a consumer in your daily life, I mean, things change. Sometimes 
you order in more or go out to dinner more than you did the previous week. Sometimes you go on vacation um, this year more than last year, maybe. But um, yeah, I think, you know, life life is a little more variable and than, you know, a specific schedule. And so a subscription needs to account for that and just make it easy to adjust as, you know, as your life changes and adjusts. And um, I think one thing that people you know, listening can take away today, if you are offering subscriptions, again, is that even from the initial purchase point, offering longer subscription intervals as an option can be a major driver for conversion. So actually just last week, I was talking with one of our uh, merchants on our platform about subscription strategies. She really wanted to increase uh, the percentage of subscribers. She was doing a great job with marketing, getting people to the site, had pretty good one-time purchases, but people weren't kind of getting over that fence to subscription. And we talked through a lot of great ideas. And one of the, the major ones was increasing the intervals that she offers. So I think she did every two weeks and every one month were her options. And she changed it right after our call to 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And right away, I mean, it's been amazing to watch her dashboards because it's been, I think she's had more than 10% growth in her subscriptions each day since that conversation last week. Wow. That's like so counterintuitive to what, (laughs) well, although is it because, you know, I think people want the convenience, but maybe, maybe they don't want it every week or every month, but they want it on those longer intervals. That's fascinating. That's amazing to hear um, that it, that it drove growth. I think it's a counterintuitive for a merchant, but when you put on your consumer hat, it makes a lot of sense because I think we've all had that experience where you build up too much of a product. And so I think that can be the initial fear. But what's great is, you know, if you get someone to subscribe and then make it really easy for them to press order now when they're out or um, change their, their frequency interval to a shorter amount of time, they can always adjust it. So maybe they start with 90 days. They realize, oh, I used the product in a month. Um, I need to actually update my frequency. And that's, you know, a click away. Then, uh, you know, you do end up getting that more frequent subscription, but they they kind of get to, you know, conquer that fear of the product buildup on their initial purchase. Nice. So to the brand, you know, like I'm a software guy. Right. So like I understand the, the value of recurring revenue. It's incredible. Like, is that the focus of why you as a brand should open up subscriptions? Recurring revenue is obviously a major part of it. Having that dependable revenue that just comes in every month is great. Another thing that I, I read recently is that businesses have a 60 to 70 percent chance of selling to an existing customer versus five to 20 percent of selling to a new prospect. So subscriptions are actually just a way to automate that, automate those sales to your existing customers um, rather than, you know, continuously making the effort to try to kind of remind them and loop them back in. Uh, you know, you have these people who love your products. Um, and even if it's something that maybe they they subscribe to one product and they eventually want to switch it to something else, uh, subscriptions make it incredibly easy because they don't have to re-enter their payment information. You know, once they've subscribed, they can add products to their order. They can swap things. It's very, very low friction. So it's really just a way to basically kind of have like a running tab with your with your loyal customers, almost like in the old days. You know, it's having this like ongoing relationship um, and connection with them. And I think you know one thing that a lot of brands don't think about is um, that their subscribers are really like their members. And I think in the future, the idea of a subscription and membership will basically be the same thing 
where, you know, you have these people who are loyal to your brand and who love your products and you can continuously build on that relationship through content, through live events, through discounts to other products on your sites, to exclusive access to your products, and also, you know, promoting to them between their shipments where they already have their payment methods stored, you know, new products they can try as you launch products, as you have samples, things like that. And so, you know, kind of giving them that exclusive access or that feeling of having reached kind of a next level of connection with you, I think is incredibly important. I like that. Thinking about subscribers as members, like a membership. Cool. So I'm all about like the latest and the greatest. So what what's happening that's new in subscription? In the earlier in the call, you mentioned something called Build a Box. So let's let's start there. Fill us in. What is Build a Box? I think there's this, there's this interesting trend also that we're seeing where subscriptions are kind of also becoming like an experience. So, you know, being able to personalize your choices during a purchase flow or, um, you know, have that continued engagement, you know, through the life of your subscription or having kind of like a delight factor, getting a surprise every month, things like that. It becomes, you know, not only something that's about getting a product that you already like just regularly, it becomes, you know, something that you look forward to or something that, you know, you, you kind of jump in and manage like a daily harvest to kind of plan out your next, your next week's meals. And so build a box really kind of ties into that. And what it does is, you know, from a merchant perspective, it allows you to, you know, sell in bulk basically. So say like, I want to sell boxes of eight, 12 and 24, and then set a price. And often you can offer, you know, increasing discounts if you're selling, you know, that many at a time, but then you let the customer actually pick what it is that they'll fill the box with. Um, So just like a daily harvest where, you know, you're getting a lot of items at once, but it's actually totally tailored to you. And so, you know, you get that higher average order size. Um, You can often enable more complex shipping and operations, like especially when it comes to food, especially when it comes to frozen, you know, that can be extremely expensive and difficult to deal with if you're not selling large quantities of product at at once. But then it also gives that experience layer to the customer where they get to choose what they're receiving, where they get to manage it on an ongoing basis. So if, you know, they've had too many mango smoothies this month and they want to switch to, you know, a guacamole or a, a strawberry based one, they can do that. And then they can switch it back next month and it's really up to them and, and kind of in their control. And so it's really about adding that extra layer of experience on top of a basic subscription. Nice. And I assume like, you know, some of your customers are seeing good success with that. Any examples that you can talk about? Yeah. Yeah. We have a customer called Roland and Bolin who we actually launched the feature with. We, we love to, you know, design features and partnerships with brands. So everything we build is like so tightly connected with the actual needs of real, real merchants and brands. And they actually had a really interesting store. I think probably one that's more common these days than not, but they started as brick and mortar and then they pivoted very quickly to selling online when the pandemic hit. And they actually got kind of lucky in that they they paid about $15,000 for a pretty simple subscription only custom built system for their website because they had to sell in bulk. They're doing a lot of frozen shipping. And then they had to continuously pay every month for improvements, bug fixing, even things as simple as like they weren't actually able to cancel subscriptions for customers on their side. So they had to, you know, pay their developer group to do this every time. So it's not only the upfront cost, but the ongoing maintenance and, and expenses were really building up. And 
So when we met them, they were really excited to switch to our system, not only because it actually offered them to, for the first time, allow one-time sales because they had had to kind of pick because of their budget. So now they can offer one-time and subscription sales, which more than double their online sales. Because um, you can imagine, you know, like converting everyone to a subscription can be harder. I think it, typically it's more of a split. And then it also gave them a lot of time back because, you know, we've invested a lot in, as I mentioned, our customer subscription management experience, also our admin subscription management experience. They don't have to contact anyone to cancel or pause or deal with any requests. And the thing that they they say continuously they're really excited about, which I'm so I'm so happy to hear, is just being part of the platform. And as we kind of continue to improve and build features, they'll get to benefit from those things right away. And that's exactly what we want is, you know, we go out and learn about what works in subscriptions, what are the top brands uh, experimenting with and finding, and how can we turn those features into accessible tools that, you know, any brand can use within a few minutes. That's great. And so for Roland and Bolin now, it sounds like it's been a huge win for them from a cost and headache perspective, but also for their customers, they get to kind of like choose which smoothie ingredients or smoothie packs are included in their own subscription, right? Yeah, absolutely. They get to choose it the first time and they get to easily change it in between shipments. So nice. yeah, if you're on a smoothie lunch you know, diet or maybe just a smoothie a day situation, you can, you can constantly change up what you're ordering and what you're buying. Nice. Cool. Well, this is great. I think, you know, there's a lot of people listening that are probably thinking to themselves like, oh, I'd love to launch a, a subscription. So, you know, Emily, any tips uh, for someone who's in the crowd right now thinking, you know, goal for, of theirs is to actually launch a subscription line? Yeah, absolutely. Just really low hanging one discounts and frequencies matter. I've met a lot of brands who just kind of set something up and then move on. But um, you really should experiment with what works for your customers and, and for your product. Like I mentioned, even having longer frequency options available can really impact conversion to subscription. Again, having a really great customer subscription management experience is, is a huge differentiator and actually one of identified as kind of one of the major differentiators of the top 1% of subscription brands. One thing I mention a lot to our brands, it's really important is don't forget to market your subscriptions. I think it's easy to set them up and then kind of just move on. But um, we've seen that with our customers, it makes a huge difference when you actually even just send an email telling them that there are subscriptions available. And um, we've seen a you know, major influx of new subscribers when brands do that. I would say also make sure you choose a tool that will enable you to offer those cutting edge subscription experiences. During the, the last two years, subscription e-commerce has really grown astronomically and customer expectations and the experiences that that they they want to see will continue to evolve and you'll really want to be there with them. So that's important. And then I would also say if you're already offering subscriptions, don't be afraid to migrate. I think, you know, if it's what you need to go to another tool, it sounds a lot scarier than it actually is. We do a lot of migrations and um, there's actually typically no reason to even tell the customers they don't have to re-enter payment information. They don't have to, they don't have to know about the platform change. So I think it can feel like a really daunting thing, but ultimately can sometimes be better for your business. Wow. Well, this is great. I think the big takeaway for me, which is a, a huge surprise, but I, I like it, 
is that it's better to offer longer intervals in your subscription. So I'm gonna take that one with me. Emily, so great to have you. And we'll put a link to uh, Automatic in the show notes, but you can just check them out in the Shopify app store. And it's great to learn about subscriptions. Thanks for coming on, Emily. Amazing, thank you for having me. It's been great. 